We're not to talk about tonight. It's something which Be'etzim is very negated to the halachas of davening, which is of Hilani, but it's a universal topic which covers many, many other areas of halacha as well. And we all know the terminology, we all know the basic opinions, but what I would like to focus on tonight is to explain the opinions. Where, is it, where they come from, how they understood the Gemara, which is the basis of the Sugya, and uh, how developed from the original stage of the Rishonim, who explained the Gemara to the halachic differences today. And that's the Sugya of halachic time. In other words, we know that the big, that uh, the way we work and everything in halacha which needs time is based on the astronomical time. Whether it's sunrise, whether it's sunset, dawn, or tesek echavim, or whether we're working at a certain amount of time during the day, whether it's the amount of Kriyashma, which is three hours, the amount of Shemeshra, which is four hours, and Mincha, which is at six and a half hours. So, as we know, there's the, the, a number of well known shittas in how we learn halachic time. But what I'd like to focus on more is where the Makhlaikas began from, uh, to understand where the shittas originated from. And it gives us a clearer picture of seeing what the Makhlaikas really entails. Okay, so the starting point of the Sogeh is the Gemara. The Gemara in Shabbos, the Gemara there says, Rabbi Huda says, A person can walk 40 mil in a day. A person can walk 40 mil in a day. And the question is, what's the day we're referring to? What's the day we're referring to? And uh, if that's the case, uh, how are we going to work out the, the amount of time of each meal? Because if, we, if we're referring to a day which begins at sunrise to sunset, or we're starting to talk about a day which begins from from dawn and ends at Tesekachavim, which will obviously be a longer day, because then you've added the period between Tesekachavim to Shkia on the one side and from dawn to sunrise, on the other side. So this is our first Makhlaikas. When the Gemara says that a person can walk uh, 14, uh, 40 mil in the course of a day, what does the Gemara mean by a day? Now, which day is the Gemara talking about? So whenever the Gemara Stam talks about a day, the Gemara is talking about the average day. In other words, not midsummer, not midwinter, we're talking about the equinox, when the day and the night are both equal. In other words, we have a 12-hour day. Okay, so that's the case. So when the Gemara says that a person can walk uh, 40 mil uh, in a day, so the first opinion is, and it's the opinion of many, many of you Shonim, that it's referring to the day which begins at night and ends at Shkir. And then in the midpoint of the year, sunrise to sunset is 12 hours. So if you're going to count the 12 from 60, we have 720 minutes. And if a person could walk 40 mil in 720 minutes, it means that each mil is taking him 18 minutes. That's the first shitter. The first shitter is that this, the length of time based on 40 mil a day, which means 40 mil in 12 hours of 60 minutes, is a mil takes 18 minutes to walk. That's, like I said, the opinion of many Yishonim. It's also the way the Shulchan Aruch and the Ramah both pass it. The second opinion, which is the opinion of also a lot of Rishonim, including Rashi, is that when the Shia the Gemara is talking about a 40 mil a day, means from Alaysa Shachar until Tzayzakachavim. And if that's the case, if you wanted to know how many mil could a person walk in the 12 hours from Nates till Shkia, because if you think about it, that's the only absolute fact we're starting with. 
and that is in the, in the day which is the average day, a 12 hour day, we know the day is 12 hours. And therefore, if you want to work out the sheer of time compared to what the Allah is talking mm-hmm. about, we always need to go back to our 12 hour day. That's our starting point. So if we're talking about that means that's the 12 hours, yeah. and therefore we're dividing that into 40 mil, we come up with 18 minutes a mil. If we're going to say that the, the Gemara meant that a person can walk 40 mil from Anosashachar until Tesakhafavim, so then that means we have to know then in the 12 hours we know about how much are we deducting from those 40 mil so that we're left with the shear that a person can walk from just Nates till Shkir. So we have another Gemara. And the Gemara says that a person can walk four mil from Alosa Shachar until Neitzachana. And it's exactly the same thing on the other side. A person can walk four mil from Shkir until Tezakhafavim. And therefore, if you make it to Cheshman, so if we have 40 mil from Alosa Shachar until Tezakhafavim, and we're taking off four mil from Alosa Shachar until Neitz, and we're also taking off four mil from Shkir until Tezakhafavim, so we left for 32 mil. Yeah, we took a four on the one side, four on the other side, we live a 32 mil, which means in the 12 hour day, a person can walk 32 mil. If you work out the mathematics of that, which means you're starting with 720 minutes, again, 60 minutes an hour times 12 hours is 720 minutes, and we divide that by 32 mil that a person could walk in the course of a day, it will come out that, if, that each mil is 22 and a half minutes. 22 and a half minutes. That's the second opinion, the opinion of Rashi and the Rabbi Rishonim. And that is each mil is 22 and a half minutes. There's a third shit also, the shit of the Rambam. And I can tell what the shit of the Rambam is, but no one really understands how it works with the Gemara. Because the, Gemara makes the, the Rambam makes the cheshman that when the Gemara says a person can walk 40 mil a day, he also says, that's talking about the Marais HaShachar, until Tezakachorim. But for some reason, therefore, when you deduct that, he's left with 30 mil from Nates and Toshkir, which seems to go against the Gemara. Because the Gemara says a person can work 4 mil before from Nates to Nates and 4 mil from, from Shkir to Tzais. They're in a different gear, so I don't know exactly what he held. But the Ramah makes the Cheshman, he's left with 30 mil for uh, a day of 12 hours. And if you want to work it out, so if you have 720 minutes, again, the average day, and you can only walk 30 mil in that amount of time, it means each mil is going to be 24 minutes. And therefore it's well known that the three shoes of the Rishonim of how long does it take to walk a mil are either 18 minutes, which is the most Rishonim hold, including the Shulchan Aruch and the Ramah, or 22 and a half minutes, which is the opinion of Rashi, or 24 minutes, which is the opinion of the Rambam. Now, we're going to see that we don't really deal with the Rambam's opinion so much, we deal with the first two opinions. And it was either the opinion of a mil being 18 minutes, or the opinion of a mil being 22 and a half minutes. So that's the background of it, to explain the Gemara. Now we come to a second Gemara. With that Cheshman, now we come to another Gemara. And that is, if that's the case, so the one, again, if we're looking at what we can see and we know clearly, the only two parameters we know clearly here are when sunrise is and when sunset is. We can see when the border of the sun starts to rise. We can see that when the border of the sun starts to or finishes setting and we can no longer see it anymore. The shear of Alosa Shachar on the one side and Tezakachavim on the other side are very hard to pinpoint exactly when they are. 
because it's a question of what what are we looking to see. For example, but that's a shachar. So as the sun gets nearer to the horizon, gradually it starts to become more light. And the, the question is exactly what are we talking about? The first like amount of light that a person would see that the herald of the sun is about is going to rise shortly. One can't really see anything. And same thing the other way around. When it comes to Tesek problem, as the sun sets off the horizon, so gradually the west horizon gets darker and darker and darker until it's the same color as the rest of the sky. Exactly what point do we say is a Tesek problem? Because of this, when the poets wanted to work out the time of Arosa Shachar and the time of Tesek problem, so when the early Rishonim and the early Goyim and the early poets wanted to deal with it, they worked with the Gemara's Shirim, which means we know when that is. The Gemara says a person can walk four mil between Rosh Hashanah and Nets, and if that's the case, we're going to work our time backwards to know when the when going backwards from Nets, when that four mil would have begun, or in other words, when Rosh Hashanah would have been. The same thing in the other direction. If you're going to work with Shkia as being something we know, and there's a Gemara that says that a person can walk four mil between Shkia and Tesakachavim, so that's the case, we're going to move forward. And whenever we decide Shkia is, we're going to consider Tesakachavim to be four mil after that time. And therefore we come to a difference of opinion. Because according to their first opinion that a mil is 18 minutes, then if we're saying a person can has this area of time to walk four mil from Alaysa Shachar until Nates, it means four times 18 is 72 minutes. And therefore the, we will say Alaysa Shachar is 72 minutes before next. And therefore, if today next was 6.22, that means Alasa Shachar, according to that, was 5.10. 72 minutes, now and 12 minutes before next. Somebody the other way around. If today Shkia was at 5.18 or whatever it was, so then if a person is going to move forward 72 minutes, so it means Alasa is going to be 6.30. That's the, the first cheshbon of just adding the 72 minutes in either direction. That's if you go with 18 minutes. If you're going to go with 22 and a half minutes being the share of a mil, then if that's the case, so then when a person is going to work on a lesser shachar, it's four times 22 and a half, which gets to 90, and uh, which means that a lesser shachar is going to be 90 minutes before net. Unless I'm the other way around, if you're going to make that cheshman, it's going to come out that the sesukhovim is 90 minutes after shkir. Now, when it comes to the Alosa Shachar Cheshbon, these are the two, uh, these are the two opinions which are spoken about. Do we consider Alosa Shachar to be 72 minutes before the Neitz Sachama, or do we consider Alosa Shachar to be 90 minutes before Alosa Shachar? The Maisa, what's enough given in Halacha when Alosa Shachar is? So the truth is, we find a lot of Halachas depend on Alosa Shachar. For example, a person can dab and marry, or do any of the night time mitzvahs such as Shema of the night time, or maybe it matters according to one opinion until Alasa Shachar. Any mitzvahs of the night until Alasa Shachar. Any mitzvahs of the day, but the event can be done from Alasa Shachar. So if a person will shake the rudder or blow the shofar or anything like that from Alasa Shachar, he's yatsa. Similarly, fast days, except for obviously Tishra and Kippur, start from Alasa Shachar. And that's the case if a person wants to eat before the fast, what time does he have to finish by? Whenever Alasa Shachar is. So it makes a big difference to us which way we're going to understand Alaysa Shachar to be. Now, the prevalent and uh, the most widespread opinion, which most most uh, post-game hold like, is we go with the opinion that we said that the mill is 18 minutes, and therefore we consider Alaysa Shachar to be 72 minutes before that. 
the Alma Khmeri for 90 minutes, but Kashum Ikara Demi Paskan, that Allah Sashah for 72 minutes before night. And therefore, in the case where a person has to do a mitzvah from a day mitzvah, he won't be able to do it later, he can do it from 72 minutes before night. If the uh, person has to start a fast day, it starts from 72 minutes before night. That's what you call the, that's how you paskan, is the start of the day. What about the other direction? We're talking about the end of the day. So really, we have an opinion that holds that Tzaisa Kachavim is 72 minutes after Shkir. That's the opinion of Rabbi Natan. The better time hold the seven, that that's exactly what we do. We work out four million, which is four times eighteen, and we're going to work out that that's when Tzadikachavim is, and therefore according to Ben time, it's only night seventy-two minutes after Shkir, which means for everything. Shabbos goes out seventy-two minutes after Shkir, and a person can only say Shema of night and seventy-two minutes after Shkir, and then all the other mitzvahs which are night-based mitzvahs can only be done according to Ben time, seventy-two mitzvahs after Shkir. Now, the, the interesting thing is, even though today not many people pass in the time, but both the Shulchan Aruch and the Ramad did. In one place, in a number of places. When they talk about night time, so the, the Shulchan Aruch and the Ramad both held that night time is 72 minutes or 4 million, in other words, after Shkir. Now, if we, the way we've explained it so far, it makes a lot of sense. That's exactly what the Gemara says. You add the 4 mil, you work out how much a mil is, you add the 4 mil, and that's when you come into night time. So what's the second opinion? We call the opinion of the Ga'inim, uh, which is mostly Paskin today. What's the second opinion? The second opinion is that there's another Gemara. And everybody asks the question that the two Gemaras are both in the name of the Tana of Yehuda, and the two Gemaras contradict each other. Because the Gemara we just saw now, when it divides the amount of times the different parts of the day are, talks about a person being able to walk four mil between uh, between Shkia and Tzadikachavim, but there's another Gemara that says the amount of time between Shkia and Tzadikachavim is more than The amount of time between them is the amount of time it takes to walk three quarters of a mil, and that doesn't make sense because we just said four million, and now we're saying three quarters of a mil. That's a very, very four big difference. And three quarters? Not, th- not just three quarters. Three and quarters. Not three quarters. Just three quarters of a mil. In other words, it's making a much, much smaller share. And therefore, let's work out what that's going to mean. Four is here, and three, three quarters, quarters of one. That's right. like almost nothing. Exactly. So it's, it's a, a very, very big difference. And therefore, obviously, all the Rishonim asked the question, you're talking at the same time in Rabbi Huda. Then how can it be? It says two such diametrically different things. Now, what is it going to work out to be? So if you're talking about uh, a, a mil is 18 minutes, so three quarters of a mil is 13 and a half minutes. If we're talking about a mil being 22 and a half minutes, so three quarters of that will be approximately 17 minutes. So it's very little compared to the other she had been given. And therefore the Rishonim all wonder, how do these two Gemaras work yeah. together? Now there are some Rishonim, not so many, but there are some like Shabbos Maram al-Shakar and others that hold, and it's true. The Gemara was fazed by. The Gemara, the, the Gemara in Shabbos held one way, and the Rishonim changed his mind. Which is, uh, he has no resolution, so therefore he has to say he changed his opinion. It's a very difficult thing to say. So he held that he started with four and he moved to the three quarters. And uh, that's a very difficult thing to say because you're not talking about like a sphere or something which is a person to develop a rationale for. We're talking about a physical matthias, what's called matter. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to say what changed about that. But anyway, the, the, the opinion of the Goenim is because of that we pass connect this, this second Gemara for whatever reason. And uh, I'll give you another reason for say that in a minute. And therefore, they say that night time is three quarters of a mil, or in other words, 
13 and a half minutes or you can second 17 minutes after Shkia. Now that's very little. If you look at that 13 and a half minutes after Shkia, the sky isn't dark yet. It's, uh, maybe the sun set, maybe it's starting to change color, but it's definitely not dark yet. And therefore to say that that's already considered the, the full night time, it's very hard to understand. And therefore, there are those who try to be Ashif. And there are those who try to say that when the Gemara is saying that there's three quarters of a mil after Shkia is already considered night time, it means for those dinim which a person needs it to be night. So for example, a person can have a marriage or say Shema, already 13 and a half minutes after Shkia. But for sure, when you need, so when you need it to be completely dark for, for something which is like you need Tzayseke Chavim, so it's not com- the complete Tzayseke Chavim yet. When the words are Rishonim, it's not Tzayseke Chavim. It might be the beginning of the night, but it's not full night. Now, that's the case. So then it means it's a shia which we could use, like I said, to daven from, or to say shema, or maybe to eat matzah and pesach, or things like that. We can do the mixes of the night from that time. But if we're talking about Masay Shabbos, so then is that good enough to consider that to be already Masay Shabbos? What do we have to say? The person has to wait as long as the man time. And according to man time himself, even though he explained the idea of the four million very nicely, but he also has to explain the Gemara of, that says it's only three quarters of a meal. How does he explain that Gemara? This is famous as Rebbein Tam's Big Chiddush. Rebbein Tam says there's two kinds of Shkia. There's the Shkia, which means the setting of the board of the sun, and there's the Shkia Sa'ar, which means the setting of the rays of the sun. And therefore, when long time after the board of the sun is set, the rays of the sun are still lighting up the sky in pinks and oranges and blues and whatever it is. And what you're interested now is that when does the light set. In other words, when when you won't you see the light produced by the sun rays anymore. And the time says that's 54 minutes after Shkia, which is 18 minutes, or no, it's three quarters of a meal before the 72 minutes. And if we go backwards, if, if 72 minutes is night time, so three quarters of a meal before that is when all the light is gone. It's already gotten completely dark. So okay. Benesh Moshos is 18 minutes? So Benesh is 3 quarters of a minute, which means Benesh Moshos is 13 and a half minutes, according to one opinion, or 17 minutes according to the other opinion. Minute, 17 minutes Seven. according to the second opinion. Benesh That's Benesh Moshos. That's 18. 18 is a whole mil, and if the Gemara is 3 quarters of a mil, so it's 13 and a half. But that's not an opinion of the Svar. The basic, the as we know, between night time of, of the Goenim, if you call, and night time of Avelatam, the Mishabura, the Velagon, the Latanya, the Benishchai, the Old Paschalmak, the Goenim, which is why that's become the prevalent halacha kimat everywhere in the world today. And that is that we consider it already to be night for a few minutes after Shkir. And no one's going to consider it still daytime, like Avelatam does, for nearly an hour after Shkir, because he holds that uh, it's still, still light in the horizon, even if the sun's already set. Like I said, even though there were people who used to pass Nakabe at the time, including the Shulchan Aruch and the Ramah, but the uh, Maestro today, Kimat, no one does, and uh, everyone considers the end of the, the Shkia to be the Shkia of the board of the sun. But there's one big problem, and that is it might be that the Shkia of the board of the sun is when you call the Shkia, and uh, maybe for the halachas of night time, we can consider three quarters of a meal after that to be the end of the Ben Hashemashas, but is that dark enough for, let's say, Matzeh Shabbos, or something like that? In other words, it has to be dark enough, because all the stars have come out already, so how, how much time does a person need to give for that? And uh, that's something which, uh, to say, is very hard in both opinions, because according to the opinion of Rabbi Natham, 
it's completely dark before 72 minutes. I mean, today, if I'm going to take that, today is the example, if now it's in the winter, and uh, today the Shkir Sakhama was at 5.18, so 72 minutes is 6.30, and you can see, Mosh uh, Shabbos tomorrow night is uh, 6 o'clock, it's completely dark already. So we, it's, it's, it's probably dark before a bit of time. And we have a question the other way around as well. If you're only going to take 13 and a half minutes after Shkir, it's still not so dark, it's still pretty light. And therefore, when it came to working at the time of Matzah Shabbos, so there are one of two options. There were those boys who said, well, we have to just go and look and see when it's dark, when can you see the stars properly. Based on that, we have Cheshmanus, like the Chaznish's Cheshman, of 35 minutes in B'nai Brak, where Rabbi Feinstein's Cheshman of 40 minutes in New York. And as I went to look, I went to see at what stage can you, know, can you, can you see it's properly dark, which means it wasn't working with either of the Shirim the Gemara says, was working with a cheshpan or working with the Ketir, it was properly dark. In Eretz Yisrael, they had a ch- in Yerushalayim, they had a cheshpan that they would wait in between, halfway. And therefore they would not four mil, but two mil. And if that's the case, if a mil is 18 minutes, they would wait 36 minutes after Shkia for it to be dark. 36 minutes is two mil, it's halfway, in other words, the middle. And that's what they would wait until they considered Matzah Shabbos, which is why Matzah Shabbos in Yerushalayim, is normally says 36 minutes. In other words, 2 mil after Shkir, that's already considered long enough that it's properly dark. But, that's, uh, that's the basis of, therefore, how we pass when it comes to Matzah Shabbos, or things like that, when it comes to the, how, how long we see, we have to wait after the, the sunset until it's dark. The Mishnah Bura Paskins, that, for example, when it comes to Mincha, a person can't have a Mincha after Shkir. After Shkir is already considered after, that the day's ended, and therefore, the person can't have a mincha then. Whereas, according to Ravana Tamar, we can still have a mincha for a very long time. Okay, so that's the second part of the discussion. The third part of the discussion, and this is something which a lot, a lot of the first can argue about, and that is the mitzvahs. Like we said, we don't see that. We don't see it getting dark uh, 72 minutes afterwards. We don't see it getting dark 13 minutes afterwards. Uh, after Shkir, after so how do you explain it? So there are many poskim who came with the rationale, and that is it depends where in the world you are, because the, uh, it, uh, maybe in the middle of the world, so the sun setting in the middle of the horizon, and if that's the case, there'll be a certain amount of time until the sun drops beyond, goes deep enough beyond the horizon, you won't see the light. But the further north or south you go, obviously depending if it's summer or winter, means there's more of an angle that the sun setting at. And that's the case, you'll see the light for much longer. Because the sun isn't sitting directly below the horizon, it's sitting at an angle to the horizon, so you can still see the sun rays much later. And if that's the case, it could still be light in the summer for a much longer period of time after Shkir. Obviously, the, more, the further north you go, the more it's going to happen. And therefore, for example, in the north of Europe, um, in Amsterdam or in places like Manchester, the, in, the, in mid-summer, the amount of time between when they consider it to be dark and the Shira of Abenatam, which means 72 minutes after the, sh- the sun sets, is only about 3 or 4 minutes apart. It's only about 3 or 4 minutes apart. And therefore, there were those who wanted to say that Abenatam's Cheshman makes sense in those parts of the world where it's a taka. There's a very long time between, you know, it's the middle of summer, it's very far from the equator, and there's a much longer time between sunset and complete darkness. There are two obvious problems with that. There's two obvious problems with that idea. And as it might make actually look in, in, in physical terms, you can see that in the summer, but there's two obvious questions. 
And that is, what did Rabbeinu Tam do in the winter? Because that would be exactly the opposite. In the winter, so being as again, the further north one is in the winter, then the more quickly there's going to be a, the sun, there's going to be an angle where it sets faster, and therefore the sun, the better shmash should be less. And we don't see Rabbeinu Tam, or the Shulchan Aruch, the fasting like Rabbeinu Tam, give us a different shear for summer and winter. So that's the first question. Now, one could technically answer that question and say, Chazal took the longest shear and just consider it always to be the, the safety net, which maybe would make sense. There's a second question, and that is, maybe Rabbeinu Tam was in the north of France, but Rabbi Yehuda was here in Eretz Yisrael. And he's not coming to give his own opinion, he's explaining the Gemara. The Gemara where Rabbi Yehuda said, that's that's that, 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 is four mil after Shkir. And if that's the case, here in Eretz Yisrael we don't see that. So how does it work with the Matthias here in Eretz Yisrael? Like I said, it's a, it's a question to explain how to explain Rabbanatam. But if we're going to go with the parameters that the Gemara gives us, and the Gemara says four mil gap between uh, between Shkir and Tezukachavim, it would be 72 minutes. The other opinion would be that that's for complete, for when it's the darkest it's going to get, but for halakhically determining that, we don't need to work with that. Sure, we can work with when we see it's dark enough, so we see three stars, that's already considered that. Because that's the, the first two. Uh, big machlokas. The first one is how long is the mill, and the second one is well, how do you work out the beginning of the day, which is the Rosh Hashanah, and the end of the day, which is uh, or the beginning of the night, which is Tzedek Kachavim. Now, there's one more uh, factor I'm talking about tonight, which is a very important factor, and that is when we said a person can walk uh, 40 mil in a day, we're simply talking about the average day. We're talking about the average day. The average day is 12 hours, and we said a person can walk 40 mil in the average day of 12 hours. Which means that when the days get longer, and there's more than 12 hours in a day, from sunrise to sunset, it means that the that uh, the, there's more time, a person can walk more than that. And if that's the case, if proportionally there's more time in a day, then the Chayra, it makes sense to say it the same way, that there's more time between Arasa Shachar to next. In other words, the, the idea of four mil between Alessa Shachar and Nates is assuming we're talking about a day, which is 12 hours long. But if there's, if there's, going, to be, there's going to be more time between Alessa Shachar and Nates because it's more in the middle of the summer, so the days are longer, so that time period will extend to it, you're going to have to wait longer than that for Alessa. And that's the question, do we do that or not? In other words, just like we talk about proportional time, which means that the day is 12 hours in the middle day, and in the middle of summer, it could be that the day is 14 hours because there's more of a gap between uh, is earlier and Shkia is later. And it could be in the winter, there's only 10 hours because Nates is later and Shkia is earlier. So do we say that that same, that, that same idea applies to the amount of time between Alessa Shachar and Nates in the morning or between Shkia and Teshkechovim at night? Is that also a variable? If that's the case, do we say the same proportion? Which means, as you get into summer, Alessa Shachar is going to be further before Nets, and Tzachar is going to be further afterwards. Or you say that's a fixed thing. And therefore, that's a fixed share of, there's always 72 minutes in between Nets and Belos, or Shkia and Tzachar. That doesn't change based on the calendar. And what this really depends on is another interesting question. And that is, does it depend on the angle of the sun or not? In other words, how much do we have to be astronomers to understand uh, to understand the the, the 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 implications of the position of the sun, you know, whether it will be light or not, was it just depend on the sheer of time? And that's what Chazal told us we work with. 
because if you're going to work out, uh, in the, then you have a way to work it out. Because if you're going to say, in a day which is equal, a 12-hour day, 72 minutes before sunset, what's the position of the sun? In other words, how many degrees is it beneath the horizon? I think it's 6.75 degrees under the horizon. If that's the case, so you can work out. That, that stage is when it starts to become that. And then in the summer, are we going to see where's the sun? And is the, at the stage where it gets to 6.75 degrees under the rise, we're going to really call that that it's going to be that. And if that's the case, being as the sun's not rising straight, it's rising from an angle, so it'll reach that shear earlier because it still has to travel sideways until it rises, so to speak, in the, in the summer. And uh, we made it. there'll be a longer amount of time in between. And it's the other way around. If you're going to say that something applies at night, then there'll be a longer vanish washes at night as well. And this is something that the post can debate because we don't see that the, the halachas form write about this. Right? The halachas form, when the Shulchan Aruch writes about 72 minutes for Matzah Shabbos or for Shema, or he doesn't say this is only in the middle of the day, but it will change proportionately depending on whether it's summer or winter. So do we say that therefore we keep this as a fixed 72 minutes? And, uh, or do we say this is also a variable? And therefore you'll see in a lot of the, a lot of the calendars, they have a time what they call which means they take into consideration that maybe it's a variable time. And therefore, if we worked it out based on the on the average day, on the middle day, but if it's a day is longer or the day is shorter, so we have to readjust when it's going to be the same as the Matzah Shabbos. If the days are longer, then maybe the Matzah Shabbos is two million and it's longer, so it'll be more than 36 minutes after Shabbos. And days are shorter, then it'll be a bit less, which is all part of the Cheshman of how do you, when you're working at the, the times of, of when the day begins and ends, is it something which is a variable too, or that's a fixed amount? Okay, so that, that's what we're going to talk about tonight. The first two, like I said, the first one being is when does the day begin, when does the day end? Um, the second one being the length of the mill, because that's what we're going to work at all the uh, uh, quantities of time, is how many million it is. And then the third one being the discussion between the Benetam, like we saw, and the other is showing him what, what's called Tzayzik Echavim. And then the last point, which is more of a suffix, and that is when you're working at the Yishirim, can you work them out as a fixed amount of time every single day? Erzah is always 72 minutes before nights, or is it going to vary based on the length of the day? It's also going to make a difference to the length of time uh, between these things. When the Gate of will finish with this, we know the time for, for davening Shachris, even though optimally is at Neit Sachama, we saw a person is allowed to daven from Lois HaShachar B'Diyavit. So when Lois HaShachar is, will make a difference. When it comes to Mincha, a person has to daven before Shkia. And if that's the case, the Mishabur even writes, that if a person is waiting for the minion to begin, but he can see that the minion uh, will only start after Shkia, he should rather daven on his own as a Yachid, rather than wait after Shkia to catch a minion. And therefore, well, the, well, now when the Shkir, that's what we know, when Shkir is, that's the end of time for Mincha. But when's the first time to have a marriage? Well, again, depending on these opinions. If it's three quarters of a mil later, which is 13 and a half minutes, or 17 minutes, or much later, according to the other opinion of 72, those are the different shirim, how it affects the tefillah. What we're going to talk about next time is how you work out the amount of time in the day, for three hours, four hours, chatzos, nine hours, ten hours, whatever it's going to be, how the halakhas apply, that's the third calculation of how you work out uh, the times in the, within the day and uh, to work out the, the end time, so to speak, for all the various things.